0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast with your host, me, Chanel, Patrice Hancock, here in Akron, Ohio, here in the States where it's 81 degrees Fahrenheit, nice and windy, not too hot, not too cold, it's sunny outside, and to be honest, I'm having a pretty good day today. It's Friday, woohoo! You know, I have to thank the sponsors though, Anchor. Where you can go to make your own podcast on Anchor.fm. They're great with customer service. They get back to you within 24 hours via email. They're there to help. They'll walk you through stuff if you're not really, um, you know, technology savvy. Um, They're just the greatest. And I'm glad that I've been able to successfully be able to have... A platform where I can do my podcast for absolutely nothing. And it's accessible with screen readers such as VoiceOver for iOS and the Mac. NVDA and JAWS for Windows for the PC. You can use it on your laptop, your desktop, your mobile phone, your Kindle, you know iPad is 100% accessible and 100% free. So if you want, go check anchor.fm out. Well, let's get to today's episode. Well, I'm happy to say I am almost done with going through the Michelle Thomas Arabic Modern Standard Foundation Course. And I have to say, I like it a lot. You know, I can actually recall a lot more words and phrases. I love the fact that they take you step by step through the process of learning modern standard Arabic at a very basic level. You don't forget what you learn in this course at all and and i have to say that i mean the first couple hours of me doing this you know there were some words that were similar to Levantine arabic and egyptian arabic however i have to be honest it's amazing to know how to learn a language broken down to its fundamental basic core. And, I mean, to be honest, I'm glad that they're able to work on pronunciation because Arabic is one of those languages that you would not just rush into, especially if you're wanting to be able to understand the news, understand newspapers, books, if you feel like learning how to read the Quran, you would have to know modern standard Arabic. And if you just want to be able to communicate in a basic level with people from all parts of the Middle East, you would be able to do so using this, this particular course. I would probably advise that people start with this course first before they go on to the michelle thomas egyptian arabic foundation intermediate and vocabulary builder courses just because you would have a stronger foundation in the proper way that people learn how to speak arabic um and this would be applied if you were to go to school in the middle east this is what most people in the middle east learn first and then they learn their dialect now mind you i'm not um learning how to write in arabic whether it's the print arabic um you know characters or the braille I'm not learning that I will eventually but for now my whole point is to be able to speak and be understood by people across all parts of the middle east um because here in We have a lot of people that are from Iraq and from Yemen and from uh, different parts of the Middle East, uh, Lebanon and Egypt and Jordan. And so if you're able to uh, speak basic modern standard Arabic at a very basic level, people will be able to understand you. and I, I have to be honest, I really do enjoy what I'm continuing to learn from this course. I'm actually taking my time with this course just because, you know, I really want to be able to um, absorb as much information, you know, at my own pace. Um, I wouldn't rush this. I would take my time with it. Um, I will say, for the most part, you're not going to be fluent. So don't assume that if you get this course that you're going to be speaking at a C1 because that's not going to be a realistic um, assessment. I would say something like it would be the basics. So probably about A2. Um, I would also say if you want. Um what I'm doing is I'm using this course to learn Modern Standard Arabic and what vocabulary words and phrases I don't have under my belt after going through this course. I go and I supplement with um listening to BBC Arabic, Al Jazeera Arabic, um on tune in radio. I also um go and use the memorize app m-e-m-r-i-s-e app um and right now i'm almost done with level four um year four of um modern standard arabic so i'm learning a lot more vocabulary and phrases as well um some things you know um you know i want to know because this gives you a basic you know phrases and vocabulary you know um that you could say to people at a basic level but if you want to kick it up a notch i would say use anki a-n-k-i um which is open source and is and there is a free version if you want or you can pay for it either on google um play store or the um iTunes store, so I will say, you know, with this course, um, you also learn the alphabet in an unusual way. You know, they break it down by the different um, sounds of of how things are are pronounced, and you know. I have to say that I really enjoy um that they they actually describe it like decorating a house so the house you have the structure of the house and once you have the structure of the house you have to furnish it with the words and phrases and now You know they have a vase and they have a few flowers and each stem is a different verb table and as a result of that they break it down um, like to know like I know is Arif and you know um, like if you wanted to say I know where the school is you could say Arif aina menjraza but in between aina and menjraza is al but if you link it it's arif aina menjraza and so you're basically saying i know where the school is without having to use the article um ana um to represent i because when you say RF that means that you're saying, I know where this is or what this is, whatever this is pertaining to. So, I like the fact that they're able to break it down. I like the fact that they slowly go over the pronunciation of words, um, like the word for train is kitha. And it's almost like saying Qatar or Qatar, the country, but it's not essa, it's Qatar. You know, so, I mean, it's amazing how I can remember the grammar. I can remember how to, to phrase things very easily. And it, it is not... Um, Something that I'm going to just go through one time and then say that's it. I'm done. I'm going to go back through it a couple times. Um, you know, because that's important. I, I mean, um, I was actually listening to BBC America. Um, or just I say BBC Arab- Arabic? And I actually um, was able to pick out a few words that the person was speaking um, earlier this morning that I recognized after doing the course for a couple of days, and that meant something to me. So, you know, I just did like a whole bunch of listening—about five, five or six hours worth of listening to the news—and and, and um, you know, I I have to be honest, I really do enjoy this. Um, Course, I actually enjoy it better than I do the Mango, um, Modern Standard Arabic course. I felt like I did six chapters, of of that course over the weekend last weekend, and I couldn't retain anything. Um, I used this course, and I can retain a hell of a lot more. And that I think that goes to show that when you're used to using a certain um, method you know if it's something that you like stick with it because you know if you're forcing yourself to use another method that's not you know comfortable for you you're not going to remember anything and that's just the truth of it I mean the Mango app I can actually use for certain languages and remember certain languages because that was the first Um, app I use to learn, like, Turkish or Thai or Cantonese or Hindi or Icelandic or Finnish. Now, that's totally different, but I've learned a lot of other languages like Japanese and Korean and Irish. Um, and I learned some Irish from the, from the, um, Mango app as well before getting the Irish Michelle Thomas course. And I have to say that, um, you know, there are certain languages I can retain, but for some reason, I guess, because I really wanted to use this particular course, I was more motivated to stick with this um, a lot longer and and start taking this a lot more seriously um, after starting to use it like Wednesday of this week and this is something that I would tell anybody you know find the materials that make you feel comfortable you know when you start out with this type of a language find the materials that are going to make you feel comfortable I found a couple of news um, stations on TuneIn Radio that I can listen to for free all day. I found some shows on Netflix that I can watch and listen to in the actual um, language. You know, um, this helps me be accountable for my Arabic language learning and I plan on learning Modern Standard Arabic to at least A 2 low B1 Um, because I want to be able to read Harry Potter and I want to be able to watch the news or should I say at least listen to the news in modern standard Arabic where the actual speaking of the language I want to be able to uh, speak Levantine Arabic and Egyptian Arabic because of the fact that people here in Akron are mostly from um, Egypt, Lebanon, Palestine, um, Jordan. So, if I can speak, I do know someone that's from Iraq, but they still understand what I'm saying. Um, I mean, I thought maybe I would study all the dialects just so I can get familiarity with them all, but I really do want to focus on getting myself to a nice, low, intermediate level for this, and then keep going with Egyptian Arabic and Levantine Arabic Um, just because I have friends that are from both countries and by the way my heart and thoughts and prayers go out to the people of Lebanon at this most difficult time Um, I am so sorry for your loss of life and I hope that you guys are able to recover soon not only from coronavirus but from this most recent attack um, so my thoughts and prayers go out to all of the people in the Middle East, especially the people in, um, Lebanon, Lebanon. So, um, I, I have to say I have a very close attachment to Lebanon because I have friends that are from there and I also have friends that are from Palestine and Egypt and Morocco as well and, and, and Jordan. And so, um. I just want to say that my heart goes out to everybody over there right now. Um, It's just so sad to hear um, what happened with the bombing. Uh, All those lives did not deserve to be lost as senselessly as they did. And I hope that justice prevails and that people are able to be brought to justice and that the Lebanese people can find closure and peace and healing at this most difficult time. So, um, you know, thank God that they're, you know, okay. And for all the people that lost their lives, you're in my prayers. Um, so back to reviewing this, um, Modern Standard Arabic course. Sorry, it's kind of hard to keep focused. Just because you know it—that's just so fresh. It, it didn't. It just happened a few days ago, and it's hard to believe that three hundred thousand people are gone and with no home. And I don't mean dead. I mean their homes are gone, and they're homeless, and. The people of Lebanon have had that problem for many, many years. Um, You know, unrest and, you know, infighting and violence. But this is just something that is just catastrophically horrific and unnecessary. And I hope that the government can find a way to find these people and bring them to justice and do not turn a blind eye because those hundred and something people did not deserve to die and those people did not deserve to lose their homes and and be displaced it's just it's awful it's a very awful situation and um my heart goes out to all of you over there. Um, You know, we're dealing with not only a pandemic and, you know, they were also dealing with coronavirus and people dying from that and people getting it. Um, Now they're dealing with an attack which left over 300,000 people homeless and over a hundred and something people dead. And God knows how many people injured as a result of evil and hate and violence that did not need to occur to such a beautiful people whether you're Christian whether you're Muslim you're all beautiful people and you know I'm a part of a Lebanese cooking group and I've learned a lot of Lebanese dishes and I'm Learning more about the culture and the history of Lebanon. And. You know. I just hope that. One day. Soon. Lebanon and the Lebanese people can be. Able to live in peace. And harmony. And not war and destruction. So God bless you all. You're in my prayers. Um, I will say. That I fell in love with this language. I fell in love with the Middle East. I fell in love with the people, whether it's virtually or in person. Middle Eastern people are very beautiful people. And the fact that I'm learning different dialects of Arabic, it gives me a, a, a vast array of knowledge, not just informally, but formal. Um And for me personally, you know, learning Modern Standard Arabic, which I was hesitant to do at first. um, Because I thought, I just want to learn a dialect and that's it. Well, when I wanted to watch the news and I realized I needed to know it, I I came out of my own comfort zone and I decided to learn it. Now, I mean, some people may criticize me because I'm not learning how to write it, whether it's in Braille or learning how to type it. But I really want to be able to communicate because I notice when I go out to my favorite restaurant in Latin's here in Akron, which is a Middle Eastern restaurant, um, you know, I don't do a lot of writing. I do a lot of speaking. And if I flub it up, then that's fine. They're not going to go down my throat. You know, I, I met a manager uh two months ago, a month and a half ago. And a Latin's here on the west side of um, Akron. And we hit it off. He's been in the States for eight years. He's, you know, managing this restaurant during coronavirus. Very friendly guy. And he said, if I came back into the restaurant, he would help me learn some more phrases in Egyptian Arabic. And so I said, I have to get my game up with my Arabic. And I have to get my Egyptian Arabic up to up to par so I can have a decent conversation. I mean, and that's just a goal for me personally, because, you know, I like interacting with people. I like going shopping for food. I like talking to people about my different hobbies and different interests. And to be able to speak in Arabic, which is one of the oldest languages in the world, next to Hebrew, next to French, next to English, next to Russian, next to Chinese, man, you know, um it 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 That's to greek you know um these are some of the oldest languages in the world and and to be honest that that means something um to me personally given i have african descent in my bloodline where swahili is one of the languages and that i will eventually learn at a basic level um but my love for arab people, and culture, and food, and music, and fashion, and the history, it, it really, um, connects with me and, you know, I, I get a real happy vibe when I'm learning how to speak, you know, you know, I know a little bit of Arabic. Um, you know, Arif Ala Arabia Sway El Inon I hope I said that right. Let me know in the comments um, if you hear this podcast, if I said friends right. If it's Sayati or Sayadi. But it's a process. And I don't mind making mistakes. Because I look at it as no one speaks anything perfectly. I don't mind that. I don't mind falling on my face. Um, But I'm I'm actually going to spend quite a bit of time with this course. With the Memorize app. With listening, doing a lot of listening from the beginning. I might not um, understand a lot like um, right now because I'm in the beginning stages. But I am going to be able to understand a lot more by Christmas. And I think I, I know that for the most part. And this will be the primary language. That I will be focusing on. For the next year and a half. So by Christmas next time. New Year's Eve next time. 20. Going into 2022. I want to be able to. Give you. A podcast in Anabric. You know. Now mind you. I'm not the best translator. Word for word. So I would probably have to hire somebody. To transcribe it. But that will probably be a goal of mine. You know, it's something as simple as to have a a little podcast based off of my experience learning Arabic after a year and a half. And and that's something to work towards. You know, and and when you use these types of courses um you kind of find out that this is just a taste of what you could do with this language it just opens up so many doors and you know i'm all for learning anything outside of my english language and you know um i would have to say for the most part this would probably be language number five that i would learn to a pretty high level i actually want to get to an upper intermediate level in speaking Arabic. And I, I believe I can do that. I mean, if it took me two and a half years for Russian. Then I know uh, I can do it for Arabic. And probably ha- a year and a half tops. Because I've been studying Arabic off and on since last November. When I picked up Levantine. And, and I don't mind that. I don't mind eating, breathing, sleeping Arabic. Um... You know, I I really don't. I mean, I can still put some time aside for my other languages. However, this is a main priority for me. Um, you know, I might not go to the Middle East, but I really don't have to because there's enough people that live in the town that I live in that I can I can have a meetup. I can go out to dinner and have some conversation with people that I make friends with and. And have a good time and watch movies and learn more about film side of things from from the Middle East. Because I find their films to be fascinating and their documentaries especially about the Middle East. You know, um, it, it's really fascinating to me. And so, you know, being able to use the Michelle Thomas Ma um, Modern Standard Arabic course. I hope they make an a intermediate course. That would be great um at some point because I know it takes about 18 months from the time they conceptualize it and put money behind it to the time that they go into the studio for four days and they record from nine to five for four days straight um to the time it takes after that to do editing and then they put it out like a year later you know so it takes time and and you know it gotta be approved like so many times by a committee of people because you know they have to make sure that people are going to want to buy this and is this a language that you know people can benefit from and and i definitely understand that you know um i I will be doing other courses throughout the year going into next year uh, and reviewing other things um and other courses so you know look out for the the mandarin lineup of of episodes in the German and the French and the Italian well I already did Italian um in the Greek the Spanish and the Brazilian Portuguese or no it's not Brazilian Portuguese it's um European Portuguese they haven't done a Brazilian Portuguese but I will inquire about that because I know people wanted to know would they do another one um because evidently it came from a you know Portugal is right in Europe, and so it wouldn't take long for people to be able to, um, you know, pick up um, European Portuguese, Um, but because I live in North America, um, it's a little bit different, you know, Brazilian Portuguese is the language, Brazil is not that far away from the U.S., And so a lot of people in the Caribbean, a lot of people in Latin America, a lot of people um, in Mexico and um, Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic and, you know, other places are learning Portuguese along with Canada. And it's Brazilian Portuguese, it's not Europe because we're not in Europe. And there is an influx of people who, you know, want to learn that. So I, I probably will. Um see if they i will acquire for those people that want to know Um, because i know that people do you know they ask about all kinds of languages but i think people need to understand that these languages take about almost two years to create from you know the first thought to writing the course to getting it approved to rewriting it to finding students to marketing and advertising to editing, to putting it out there, you know, it takes a lot, and it's a lot of money, and they just want to make sure that what they put out there is going to be something that everybody's going to want to learn, and so I can definitely understand that, you know, um, and I I have to say, I it's made me come out of my comfort zone and learn bits of languages that I would have never thought I would ever take a snap at. Learning because you know i I just didn't think it would be beneficial for me. And kinda of find out I was wrong. <laughs> it was, it, it made me grow. You know, I might actually learn some Polish, you know, but I might not come in contact with anyone that's Polish. But if, if I learned a little bit, you know, that, that would be another Slavic language that I would know aside from Russian. So you know, it might be beneficial if I want to watch A Knife in the Water um, by Roman Polanski or something. Then I would be able to. And I would be able to understand it to some extent. So, I mean, you know, there are benefits to learning a language that doesn't have to do with speaking. You can enjoy it for entertainment use, you know, reading a book, whatever it is you want to do. and. I always tell people, you know, find that thing that you really want to do in the language, whether it's speak, write, read, listen. And I do a lot of listening and a lot of speaking. And so, you know, for me, my goal for just modern standard Arabic is to be able to listen to Harry Potter, watch the news, keep up with the news in the Middle East, you know. I mean, I want to be able to speak Levantine Arabic and Egyptian Arabic to a a B2 level. And, and, you know, I'll be happy with that. You know, but aside from that, like, those are my goals. You know, and to be able to do an episode in Arabic by, you know, January 1st, 2022. You know, and I know that that's something that I can accomplish. And I know that if you use this course... You'll be able to accomplish whatever it is you set your mind to after learning how to speak it. And I will say, you will learn the alphabet internally without even realizing you're learning the alphabet. And um, I like that. I like the fact that they put that in the foundation course. You know, I mean, there are some courses from the Michelle Thomas lineup where it's only the foundation course. They haven't done an intermediate yet. And this is one of those courses where it's just the foundation course. So, um, I, would, I would say um, if you want to supplement the material that you use from this course, use Memorize or Anki or Drops or Clothesmaster or Quizlet. Um, and I have to say, um, from an accessibility standpoint, I have not used Drops again but I do plan on using it at some point. Um, I will let you guys know if it is accessible for screen readers for people that are low vision or completely blind. So, um, I'll probably won't be doing it right now but I will in the near future. So when I do, I'll just make an episode um, just to let you guys know. Um, And I, I will say to end this episode, Um, Thank you to Sarah Cole and um, Helen Rogers and the entire um, Michelle Thomas Method team at Hooter and Stoughton. Um, I will be reviewing their courses for another year. Um, So look out for some more reviews on other languages that I haven't reviewed yet. And I probably will space them out because I'm, I'm going to take my time with them so I can give a more in-depth view along with do interviews. And I will be doing an interview soon with Harold Goodman who created the Mandarin Foundation Intermediate Vocabulary Builder Courses. And when I do that um, interview, it will be after I go through the entire lineup of the Mandarin choruses because I want to come, once again, out of my comfort zone. This is another language that I have not tried with the Michelle Thomas Method. Um, and, you know, I didn't think I would be able to really um, immerse myself into that language because of the pronunciation. I, I learned Cantonese and Japanese and Thai first. And so, when I attempted to do it with the mango app, it wasn't it wasn't sticking, so I want to see if it'll stick with the Michelle Thomas, and if it does, I might say a few things in, in in Mandarin and see how my my tones are, or find someone on Facebook to practice with and explain what I'm trying to do. <laughs> so you know, I mean. That, that That's something else you can do if you take this Modern Standard Arabic courses. Find a, a Modern Standard Arabic group on Facebook. Join it. Um, you know, ask someone, can they help you practice, you know, speaking, even if you're just introducing yourself and you're new to it. You just want it. You just want feedback. Um, I do this all the time. You know, this is my method. I like to um, acquire the language naturally. And I like to do as much listening and speaking as I possibly can for at least a year, year and a half. Um, and the more I speak, even if it's to myself, the more uh, better I get with pronunciation. I start correcting myself. I start noticing the patterns in my head visually. So, um, for me, that that's a big deal. I always advise people on that. You know, don't be shy. You don't have to practice with someone. You have an audio recorder on your phone. Record yourself. Listen to yourself. You you will p- start to pick up the mistakes that you make. And you'll start correcting yourself. You don't need a tutor to do that. You really don't. I mean, and I didn't have tutors. I just found people to talk to on instant messenger and Skype and WhatsApp. And it was a lot of fun. And then I got sidetracked. And stopped doing... It changes, you know, because I was learning other languages on the side and dabbling. And so now that I'm more committed for the Arabic at the moment, um, you know, this is going to be the thing I do for the next year and a half full time. And then the other 20% is going to be whatever language I want to finish, whether it's at a very basic level or, you know, I want to get to a low intermediate level. Um, I don't plan on getting certifications um because you know I just enjoy speaking and that's my priority and listening and um I did get Harry Potter in um ebook format for all those people who um listen to their books using voiceover or NVIDIA or JAWS if you have to download the um Braille table on accessibility for iOS, because that's what I use, Um, go to settings, go to accessibility, go to voiceover, go to braille, go to braille table, look up Arabic, download it, then go out of that, go to speech, download Arabic, and you'll be able to um, download the voice for Arabic, and um, go to router, and you you can download Arabic. And then you'll have the Arabic language. You have to put your two fingers in the middle of the screen and go counterclockwise until you get to language. Go down until you get to Arabic. And then go counterclockwise once until you get to words. And once you do that, you can go to your um, books folder and open up Whatever Harry Potter book you bought in um, Arabic, and voiceover will be able to read it after you do those two things. Because if you don't download the Braille table and you don't download the Arabic language for um, voiceover to read in, in Arabic, it won't. It won't recognize it. I just want that to be known. Um, I usually don't go step by step on how you do things on a podcast, but this is kind of important. Um, this just doesn't apply to um, just Arabic. This applies to any language that you're trying to read an ebook from that's not in a Latin script. And even if it is in a Latin script, I would still download the Braille table, and the language, and the um, voice for it, just because you would be able to hear it in the actual language if you don't have um, a display. And if you can't afford to buy the e, um, you can afford to buy the ebook at Pottermore. P o t t e r m o o r e dot c o m and um you create your account put in your information and you can go to ebooks Harry Potter and go to ebooks and then once you go to ebooks then you'll be okay um you can buy the book of your choice i i got book 4 5 and 6 i need to get 7 and once i get 7 um the first three books were okay and i'm not saying they weren't but i like the 4 through 7 because they were much older It was much darker in material, and, you know, it was more age-appropriate as far as I was concerned. So, um, and I have Harry Potter in a lot of different languages, by the way. I do have an episode on learning books, learning languages, um, with Harry Potter. So, I will say that, um, that was another thing I wanted to do was to be able to read the Harry Potter books with, um in Arabic on my iPhone. And if you do have a braille display, you can, if you know the alphabet. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. If you don't know Arabic, do not put your um, braille display in Arabic, especially if you have a Braille Edge 40 display from Hems Incorporated because It might be a little difficult for you to get back out of it. (laughs) I just want that to be known. Um, That's the first thing. So, um, but if you do know Arabic pretty well, then you can do that. Um, But it's not necessary because, like I said, you can download the Braille table onto your phone or your tablet or your laptop or your your desktop and you can, um, you know, download the speech and, and the voice and, and the language and you'll be able to, um, your display will be able to pick up the braille table in, that, in Arabic and you'll be able to read it with your device. Um, I just wanted that to be known, especially if you don't have like a braille sense Polaris or a, a braille note touch. By HumanWare. So, um, I just thought I would put that out there. Um, I have a Braille Edge 40 and I can read in 17 different languages in in Braille using it, but I can also read in every language because they have Braille tables on my iOS devices for me to read in every language, including Tibet. So, I'm uh, Tibetan, so. Um, you know, I'm just saying, um, it will read it from right to left if you're doing Arabic and it does have Chinese, Korean, Japanese as well, just to let you know. Um, and it's something that I would encourage people who are reading Braille, um, to do is to start learning the alphabet. Um, and your target language, especially if it's Arabic, um, learn the alphabet, learn your numbers, um, you know, because that way you will be able to read. I mean, I, I studied the alphabet in French, Italian, Dutch, Russian, and Spanish, and I memorized all of it. And I can tell you, yes, I can read in those languages. Now, have I done that for Japanese yet? No, um, have I done it for Arabic? A little bit. Um, I can get up to like Ra, Jim, um, you know, so Alif, um, Ba, Da, Dal, Ra, Jim, um, yeah. So I need to remember the rest. Um, but I do plan on learning it just because, um, you know, I want to know it. Um, and that, and that, that means something to me, you know? Arif a la arabia ni la. Onarfla ala Arabia ni Wanakeny le no wa lekina Araf a arabia Yeah, I know a little. I don't know Arabic well, but I know Arabic a little. And honestly, yes, I just messed up on this podcast. And it took me a minute to think it out, but I did. And I'm hoping that someone who speaks Arabic, especially if it's modern standard, um, just give me a <laughs> feedback on that, please. <laughs> um, you can hit me up at anchor.fl slash Chanel Patrice Hancock. C H E N E L L E P A T R I C E H A N C L C K. And I will be very happy to hear what you have to say in a voice message. Um, or you can find me at Chanel Patrice Hancock at Facebook.com. Um, if anyone wants to join my um, Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind group on Facebook, you can do so. Um, I will put the link to that group at the bottom of the show notes. I want to thank Anchor for sponsoring today's episode, which is 168. I want to thank everybody for listening today. Um, you know, I really appreciate it. Um, shook it on F1. Um, Sayedi um I hope I said that right <laughs> um if you guys want to subscribe if you want to review you can go to apple Podcasts, spotify google play Store, our heart radio tune in radio and you know um just keep listening for more episodes um I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I do this for you guys day in and day out. And shukran F1. May salame. And remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the podcast, enjoy the process, and enjoy the rest of your day and weekend. See you guys in the next episode.